What can you actually say to disarm a narcissist, to slow down the rage, to slow down the anger, to actually set them back on their heels so that they don't respond in a negative way? Is there anything that you can actually say or do? Today, we're going to be diving into 16 phrases to disarm a narcissist. And we're going to step into those. I had a link sent to me, and we're going to walk through some of those, just getting thoughts, ideas, and see how they resonate how they actually work when we talk through this aspect of narcissism. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness of narcissistic abuse and break people free of the trauma that they're currently in. Whether that's in or outside of the relationship, my goal is to help set you free mentally, emotionally, from the obsessive thinking, from the feeling of being stuck in the relationship, from the lack of clarity of not knowing what am I supposed to do, what should I do, what can I do, and help you ultimately be free. So sometimes this might be in setting a little bit of a buffer between you and freedom by just having some phrases and some things that might help you slow down his anger, slow down his role in one sense of the crazy making that's happening. So let's look in today and see what comes up with these 16 phrases to disarm a narcissist and do they actually work? All right, so the first one, your anger is not my responsibility. Whew, taking it right off the gate, like making sure that, hey, what you're saying, what you're doing, how you're responding, that's not my responsibility. This is going to be huge because a narcissist isn't going to appreciate that at all. They're, they're going to get pissed off. Be careful with some of these phrases. They might get pissed off more, okay? But they're going to be pissed off because they want it to be your responsibility. And narcissist wants to make sure it is like you. That's the problem, not them. So you actually taking and being like, hey, that's you. Your anger right now is on you. Now, you're going to see him try to switch it around at you really quick of like, you made me do this. That's your responsibility. That's your choice. It's really helpful for people to be able to see. Number two, I can't control how you feel about me. I'm trying to even think how that like would hit. I can't control how you feel about me. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. That would, that would, there would be a piece of this that would actually be like, it takes something away. Like when I'm, when I'm reading it, like this is the first time I'm reading it. Like when I'm reading it, it like, it takes it away, which is really fascinating. So like, I can't control how you feel about me. Typically this would be from like a narcissist who is trying to, get sympathy or is trying to like say awful things to like like degrade the relationship the other person or sometimes even themselves and then the other person's like hey i can't control how you feel about me Whew. yeah no i could see that being helpful like for the survivor i could see about that being helpful for you being able to say it because it also shows and it states just slightly like you actually have control over you and again you're not responsible for his emotions Super hard to be able to hear. Uh, number three, I hear what you're saying. This one's really interesting because this one's kind of stepping into gray rocking. And one of the aspects of like gray rocking is not necessarily agreeing, but like giving short responses that kind of minimalize like your reaction. So I hear what you're saying. The thing you have to do is you have to be careful 
that oftentimes like this could even perpetuate even more violence or more being upset. So just be careful because sometimes like I hear what you're saying and he doesn't feel heard because he's not heard. He's not going to be heard because it's only going to be his regality and he's going to keep pressing onto you. I'm sorry you feel that way. Super interesting because that's oftentimes how a narcissist apologizes. Like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Like, I'm sorry that I'm sorry, like for your feelings, but I'm not sorry for my actions. So it's kind of it's kind of interesting how that one actually works out. I'm sorry you feel that way. Hmm. I'm not sure I would bring that into an argument with a narcissist. I mean, you could. I could see that's like empathy in one sense, but there's also like, I don't know. I'd be careful about that one. That one's interesting. Um, number five was everything is okay. This helps make it clear to the narcissist that this will pass and they're going to be okay. Given that narcissists have no self-awareness, it's likely they can cannot reconcile high conflict or intense emotions. Saying things will be okay gives them the reassurance and or validation they don't know they need. Super interesting. Everything is okay would probably piss me off uh, because sometimes when my wife tries to comfort me, it's like I don't know how to deal with that. So it just makes me more upset. So like everything is okay would probably come across, would switch in my mind to be critical, condescending, would come across like, oh, you're treating me less than and I'd probably get upset at you. Uh, we both have a right to our own opinions. Okay, I can see that as far as like setting up like there's like a boundary aspect of like, hey, you've got a right for your opinion. I have a right for my opinion. Narcissists wouldn't want to hear that at all, but it would be something that might actually kind of slow it down just a little bit. That was interesting. Uh, number seven, I can accept how you feel. Super interesting with that one. Don't fight a narcissist when you disagree with them because you won't convince them or change their mind. Now that part's true. You won't convince or change their mind. Simply saying you accept their opinion or how they feel without fighting back cuts off their supply. So I can see how this would actually connect in a different way. You'd have to be careful with it, but I can accept how you feel. It's super interesting. I think that actually would sit fairly well with a narcissist don't quote me if it doesn't okay but there's like a piece of like okay uh, like almost like i'm i'm gearing up to get upset at you and you're like i can accept that i, I can accept that you feel that way and it would kind of take the wind out of the sails a little bit now it'd probably switch and it'd probably then focus on okay let me attack a different piece of you or let me focus on another piece so that we can actually be justified in my opinion that i'm right and you're wrong that kind of thing uh number eight I don't like how you're speaking to me, so I will not engage. Great job in establishing a boundary with this. Like saying that sets a solid boundary of like, I don't like this. I'm not going to engage. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, this is going to be difficult because this steps close to gray rocking, which again, can escalate the situation even more. So I would just say, be really careful. But I do think this is a healthy way of establishing a boundary of like, I don't appreciate, I don't like, like, I don't care for how you're talking to me, how you're speaking, how you're yelling at me, whatever. So I'm not going to engage. Like it's, it's really almost like going back and like parenting a toddler. You're like, 
when you're ready to talk, we can talk. But right now, when you're irate and when you're yelling, I'm not going to engage. Obviously, this is really difficult and hard in some situations where they might be more prone to violence. So again, please be careful. Okay. Number nine, I am not going to argue anymore. Interesting. So this piece of like, hey, I'm not going to engage is pulling back. Now, this is one of the hardest things for survivors to do because oftentimes you're arguing about something that you're right or he's wrong or it's like completely like, like, no, this is like morally wrong. Like we sh you shouldn't do this, but you're in this argument back and forth, almost trying to prove common decency. And so there's a piece of like, I'm not going to argue anymore, feels a lot of times like you're giving up, like you're giving him the win. In reality, you're stepping away from immature conversations. So you can actually focus on your own growth and your own development. Okay. So number, let's see, number 10. I'm capable of doing what I want regardless of you of what you think. I think that's a great phrase. Uh, in reality, I've met very few survivors inside narcissistic abuse that would be capable of making that statement because of how much they've been beat down. So it's just like the reality of what I see on a day-to-day -day basis of someone actually saying in the relationship, I'm capable of doing what I think or what I want, regardless of what you think. Like that feels like foreign for a lot of people. They're just like, I'm just trying to make sense of this. I'm just trying to get out. I'm just trying to like make sure that I can survive this. Like I don't even want to be with him, but he still controls. Like there's so many different things like that. So that's one of the things that'd be interesting. I don't know a lot of people that could actually say that in the relationship, maybe out, maybe parallel parenting, maybe after they've worked on the trauma bond and actually like moving forward, like in their power, I could see that for sure. And it'd also be a healthy way to try to establish a boundary too. Uh, number 11, I understand. Super interesting, moves into like the gray rocking piece, okay? Because you're not stating that you agree, but that you understand. And so it's this piece of like, if you can make him feel understood, will he actually calm down? Hard to be able to sell, hard to be able to see. Uh, a lot of times it wouldn't in my case uh, because I wanted to make sure like if someone was like, I understand it felt like there wasn't a fight there anymore. So it felt like what's the point of this conversation. So I'd have to create the fight or make it even worse. Uh, number 12, we can agree to disagree. So this is interesting. Like you have to be able to understand like you're going to move into this piece of like, I'm going to argue when in reality, like you can't argue with the narcissist like you can't argue with someone who's going to change the rules around on you and is going to flip the thought process over and over just so he can be right so like we can agree to disagree that takes a lot of like hey there's no point in the rest of this argument because you're going to have an opinion i'm going to have an opinion we're not going to come we're not going to come from the same place number 13 i can see where you're coming from this is really interesting because some of this article feels like it's written of like Make the narcissist feel understood, heard, loved, and feel empathy, and they'll magically like stop. It's not always true, um, and majority of times it's not true. But like when we're talking through this, I see where you're coming from. Trying to think, like I could see for me personally, this phrase would probably work fifty percent of the time, and it'd work fifty percent of the time to like de-escalate me some but this would work way more now with self-awareness than probably would it ever work would before like most of these wouldn't work that much at all like before any self-awareness because i was right i didn't really care about anyone else etc so like someone saying i can see where you're coming from probably would be me trying to think they're trying to reframe the argument so they could get one up on me and i still wouldn't be in control like it's it's weird how the mind thinks but like that's a piece of it um 
number 14, I want to share how I feel. Um, I see where they're going with this. They're trying to say, hey, I, so like, I want it back on me. So like, I want to share how I feel. So it's not putting stuff on the narcissist. The thing is like, the first thought is like, I want to share how I feel. It's kind of like, oh, here we go again. Like, that's really like the overall like thought when a narcissist would hear that phrase of like, now I have to deal with your feelings. I can't even think about my feelings. Why do I want to deal with your feelings? So there's going to be this piece of like, that oftentimes is going to be frustrating. Number 15, your perspective is interesting. In an argument, that would feel belittling, I think, personally, of like someone saying my perspective is interesting because I'd be like, no, my perspective is right. Like, what are you talking about? Like, there would be this piece that that would not connect personally. Um, number 16, can we aim to be respectful in our conversation? If I was mad and upset, like if this was an argument that was going into like mad, uh, irate rage, that would only accelerate it. Like, hey, can we try to be respectful? I know that's not necessarily like the tone, but like that's how it comes across in my mind. Can we aim to be respectful in our conversation? Like that's how it comes across. And I would just be like, like blow. Because at that point, like it would be super frustrating because part of that is calling out the narcissist in, okay, then I must not be being respectful. I'm not being respectful like in the moment. And it would probably accelerate some things. So where are you at with this? Here's 16. I gave some some feedback, some ideas, and just read through them as well really quick just to give you an idea. Some of them I think might be helpful. Some of them might not. Um, some of them you're just going to have to test around with your narcissist and be like, hey, does this actually help or does this accelerate the problem? If you see a couple of these that resonate or that you've tried, leave them down below in the comments to let other people know, hey, this one worked for me. Now, Side note, not all of them are going to work for everyone the same way, okay? So if you, if you see this, if you read some of the comments, you're like, oh, a lot of people are saying this one, and you try using it, and it blows up in your face, like, please be careful, okay? All of these are meant to disarm a toxic person, but it's really hard because you're still dealing with a toxic person. If I can help you anyway, please go to rawmotivations.com. Would love to be able to talk to you more to be able to help you move forward in your healing, growth, change, and development.